have the whole interview ready. Let's do it. Like that's where that's where I'm. I, I think you can't just watch the clips because the clips. Tucson, do you think the clips do the whole thing justice? Nothing's gonna do the whole thing justice like watching the whole thing. And we can't watch the whole thing because it's super long. The clips is like twenty minutes. There's multiple. Oh God, sorry. There's multiple twenty-minute. It's the official Shannon Sharp twenty-minute clip. I've got the official doo-wop. I got the official fucking Shannon Sharp Club Shay Shay two hour and forty six minute show up because I want you to see how he walked in the room. He comes in. He comes in swinging. And when Quinn turned said, dude, this feels like an assault. Yeah. <laughs> he comes in swinging so hard. And some of the shit he says in the, in the thing, when he talks about his life, mm-hmm. seems unbelievable. I watched the whole show, and this is what I gathered from the whole show. Cat Williams is a more self-aware Kanye West. Wholeheartedly disagree. Really? Yeah, I don't. He's he's the greatest person alive. He's just like Jesus. (laughs) He wanted to be like Jesus growing up. Some people want to be like Jesus. I mean, when when he gets asked why he adopted all these kids, Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, so Jesus could be my best friend. It's like, well, that doesn't seem like he's going to be your best friend if that's why you did that. (laughs) That's not selfless at all. Alex isn't buying it. Look, I'm gonna start playing it. I need you guys to watch it. Do it. Enjoy. And it was Kirk Franklin Prince. <laughs> <laughs> this is the record. Oh, welcome to another episode of Club Shay Shay. I'm the host, Shannon Sharp. I'm also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay, the guy that's stopping by for conversation and the drink today. Ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna love him. So I call him the greatest, the greatest, one of the greatest comedians, dead or alive. One of America's greatest entertainers, one of the funniest men on the planet, world-renowned, multi-talented, a comedy legend. He's touring. To, he's the top touring comedian selling out arenas. He's a hilarious storyteller, Emmy award-winning actor, voice actor, rapper, writer, producer, director, icon, genius, a national tre- treasure, philanthropist, humanitarian, social activist, a father, one of the great funny men of our generation and any generation, Mr. Cat Williams. Thank you, sir. That was magnificent. You are, you are, you are magnificent at intros, and you did not skimp on mine. I appreciate it. Appreciate that. Yo, anytime you come to Club Shay Shay, we have to toast. Yes, bro, you've been. I mean, you told you one of the top two. You're one of the top touring comedians of all time. You already got started before we started taping. Mm. I did. Appreciate that. Tell the people at home. I thought they was lying. And um, <laughs> yeah, this particular alcohol is stronger than you think it would be, probably by about two. And unbelievably smoother and milder by the same maybe 30% than you could possibly expect. And unlike cognacs the world over, 
this one doesn't taste like wood at the end and it doesn't taste like it's got artificial colors and it doesn't taste like it's got artificial flavors. Uh, it's a it's a fine product. He's a connoisseur. You can tell he's a connoisseur. He's a cognac connoisseur. He understands the method that goes into making cognac. Right. Well, as a comedian, you get free drinks at the club. So <laughs> all comedians either turn out to be connoisseurs like myself right. or straight up and down alcoholics like 60% of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for stopping by the club. I understand that you're very, very busy. And for you to take time out of your busy schedule and stop in today, we really, really appreciate it here at Club Shay Shay. So thanks for stopping by, Kat. And I needed you to know why I came by. Yeah, I need you to tell us why. People know I don't go everywhere. I'm not interested in talking to people unless it's like a Larry King or somebody of an amazing ilk that I would actually want to go talk to in real life. Okay. I don't do it so I can sell product and I got things to sell. So let me come talk. Um, You have a great product here. And as a fan base, we love the attention that you spend on the guests. We, We love how much work you've done, how well you know them, how prepared you are. The same things that we liked about you in football. You brought that on over to here, and that's uh, why it resonates. And the reason I had to come. Tucson, did you say Shannon Sharp looked like a yoga instructor? Yes, he did. (laughs) He does. A cognac drinking yoga instructor slash life coach. Slash life coach, yes. To pull you aside after class and tell you what to do with your life. What you need to do is tell it's because you've made a safe place for the truth to be told. Oh, you know what I mean? Thank you. I'll teach you and that. I have watched all of these lowbrow comedians come here and disrespect you in your face <laughs> and tell you straight up lies. <laughs> I'm talking about things that have never been heard in all of black Hollywood. They feel comfortable sitting here lying to you about it. You gonna set the record straight? Are you kidding me? You let Ricky Smiley sit here and you said out that mouth, you stole Friday after next. The one I was in, I <laughs> wish all, all of America fumbled a bit when that happened. And, and then he said some stuff that we haven't heard in 100 years in Hollywood. You ain't say nothing. This man told you he had Cat Williams' role. He was gonna be Money Mike. Wait. And Cat Williams was going to be was going to be the Santa Claus. Now, let's two quick points. You mean in Hollywood, they cast a five foot five black Santa Claus that weigh 145 pounds. That's your story. Your story is the Ricky Smiley that couldn't even do curse words because he had a Christian fan base. He was going to play the pimp. Why you didn't ask him? Why has he played a woman in more movies than he's played a man? Damn. Well, I didn't know he, he shouldn't be able. You wouldn't let a a, 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 a athlete that been on steroids talk about one of the greats. Mm. <laughs> Ricky Smiley can't act because Ricky Smiley can't act. Damn. He told you the story about when the movie came out. Where did he say he watched it? At home. He wasn't even at the premiere. You telling this man, you stole that. (laughs) Oh, so he could get his name in the same sentence with a great one. It is sad. He was just that bitter when we were shooting it. He told everybody, it should have been my role. Everybody on the scene. Why do you think no cast member has ever said anything? 
he couldn't have played that role like you. I thought he, he Sir, was. Sir, no one. Why no? He was with KD. He beat up Terry Crews. Why nobody know this story? You talking about in Hollywood, they switched off roles. You take this to heat. What? So Ricky, Ricky Smiley knows this. And I don't know why he would lose a child and come on the air and start lying. That's why people believe in rituals right there. It's because, well, why would he lie? I don't know why liars lie. But I can tell you this. We auditioned in Los Angeles. Yes. I was audition number 201. 200 black comedians auditioned for the role of Money Mike with me. You're saying all 201 of us was auditioning and you had already had the role and had already shot the role in four days? The truth of the matter is the Money Mike in the original script got raped in the bathroom. And that's what Ricky Smiley was okay with. Ooh. Oh, Cat Williams had to take the risk in front of the studios and the cast and our powers that be in his very first movie and say respectfully, humbly, guys, if we're talking about anything else, I have no credibility and I have no pull. But we're talking about comedy right? where I have all the credibility and all the pull. The problem with Friday After Next is... We're trying to make a classic comedy. And this comedy involves a rape. And rape is never funny, no matter who it happens to or what the circumstances are. If you would allow me to allow us to do this movie without a black man getting raped in it, I promise you that it will be twice as funny as it would be with him getting raped. So considering that's the real story, why would you bring up that story? 35 members of the cast and crew have never brought up that Ricky Smiley was going to play Money Mike. No one ever saw me put on a Santa Claus suit. We got a wardrobe department. They made a Santa Claus suit for me. Why that wasn't in the bloopers? And, And here's the other thing. Everything that Money Mike said, Cat Williams wrote. So what did Ricky Smiley say on his? Mm. You can't say my lines. I wrote them. Mm. That's mm. how I already, already know that I'm going to be funnier than you. Shannon Sharp is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Shannon Sharp is uncomfortable because he has been around a cat like this at the barbershop. Shannon Sharp is not uncomfortable because of his outfit. <laughs> that is a very comfortable outfit that he's wearing. Physically, he is not a, but actually, he didn't know that outfit was going to show them sweat marks. He's like, I cannot raise my arms right now because this nigga is out here. Because <laughs> people got to remember, if you do a, sh- if I do a show, for example, and let's say Norm Finkelstein came on air, and Norm Finkelstein said, and that's why. Sam Cedar's a queer. He's a queer. He's from a queer family of queers. I would have to stop immediately. There's going to be trouble. Uh, People talk. And you never want to be the dude that lets people rip on guests. Hmm. Can't do it. Right? You just can't do it. And Cat Williams ripped on everyone that came on Shannon Sharp's show. And Shannon Sharp played football 
for all of his life. And then he talked about sports after he was done with football. He walked out of the locker room into the sports studio. So he's never and his job in the sports studio was to give his fucking opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's never really had to deal in an arena where it's like, look, man, you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't you stop. And the thing about being on, you know, regular TV, I was talking to Billy Bunton today. Shout out to Billy. He called me. Your stunt he, double. My stunt. Uh, he's, he, hopefully he can fill in for me soon because I have to go to a, my, my cousin's funeral coming up. Um, sorry. I mean, you didn't do it. I'm sorry to hear it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was like, Billy, we were talking about this interview and I was like, Billy, if you know Billy worked at CNN, I was like Billy. If this was on CNN, they would have been in your ear going, "All right, we're gonna cut the commercial. All right, we need you to pivot. All right, you stop him right now. Stop him right now. Okay, we're gonna we're just gonna cut it. We're gonna cut it." There's no one in Shannon Sharp's ear. No one's prepared for this, so they just sit back and let it roll. And I'm not complaining about it at all because I mean it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> But it's uncomfortable because I don't know how close Shannon Sharp is with Ricky Smiley. Shannon Sharp is from the South. I'm sure he grew up listening to Ricky Smiley's dumbass fucking uh, uh, crank calls. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like Ricky Smiley. I like this show. I'm sure he's fucking his friends with Steve Harvey. My father is close with Cedric the Entertainer. (laughs) Because my cousin managed one of the people that was on the Steve Harvey shows. Interesting. Um, but you know, so Steve says sharp gooch sweating. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's Alex. You know this dude is shook right now. Look at him. Oh, absolutely. Because also Shannon Sharp isn't a street cat. It look it looks like he's aware that he's like that uh cat is like one sentence away from saying something that is gonna like make the show go viral in a bad way. I don't think he knows where it's gonna go. And he's doing, in my opinion, what you do when shit's out of control. He's just mmming a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you just you you're gonna sit there and take it. Yeah. When you don't know what to do, you don't have a producer. This is also the problem of not having people in your life that can tell you no and stop it. No and stop it are extremely important words and powers need people need to be able to have. You don't think that like the show at least has some kind of filtration system? No. No, I don't there's people anybody. in the back. They speak up at some at certain points. Yeah, but there's no one in the show that's gonna be like, "Hey," because I mean, it, it had to have been that that cat was acting completely. I want to say normal, but then right when the show started, he just boom. He was like, he turned it on. Yeah, he, he was turned, like a racehorse. Well, was, you know, I thought ahead. you skipped. I thought you no. were clips. No, like, I told like, you. Now he's talking about Friday after the next. Like he jumps in two feet because <laughs> he was ready. And I think Shannon Sharp didn't. You know how much shit 
people talk about other people behind their backs on these shows and don't have the balls to say it to their face. Cat Williams is the reason why people get punched in real life. I'm not saying that Cat Williams gets punched. He has been punched or punches people. But, you know, there's a reason why I don't like to talk shit online. But is he really talking shit? Yes. He is saying these things happened. And this is how you know these things happened. It doesn't make sense. For He's, a five five black dude, 145 pounds to play Santa. It's not logical. There's a time and place for everything, and he chose this as his time and place. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, Connor is right. There's a video of him getting choked out by a 13 year old. That is real. Cat Williams got choked out by a 13. <laughs> oh. He's five five, 145 pounds. This still was funny. But you know. When you're Shannon Sharp, you got to know how to control that. But Shannon Sharp, again, he's a country dude. He's an athlete. Just because he's got a, a, a southern patois and he's colored doesn't mean he's from, you know, the Bronx like MT. <laughs> Not from the Bronx. <laughs> Not from the Bronx. <laughs> I can see Shannon Sharp not being prepared for this at all. He's not prepared for this. If I'm if I'm hosting the show and Cat Williams comes on, I'm I'm locked in. I know what he's gonna do. He's gonna talk a bunch of shit. He's gonna make fun of me. You know, he's gonna call out all these people. He's gonna name drop fucking everybody. I'm either gonna goose out more of him or you know, we're going to fucking sit there and laugh about it. I don't give a shit about Puffy. I'm not friends with Ricky Smiley. Would you would you try to stop him? If it, if it, if I was Shannon Sharp, yes. If I'm Jason Miles, no. Because I don't know those people. And I don't like them. I'm not a Steve Harvey fan, so if he want to talk about Steve Harvey and his fucking fake hair, I'd be like, oh, worry, who else got fake hair? <laughs> worry, who else got fake hair? <laughs> you, you, that's what I would do. I remember I went out with someone once and they had spent some time in the Playboy Mansion and all they did, they told me one person had had a weave. They told me Jamie Foxx had a weave. Once they told me Jamie Foxx had a weave, I was like, I need to hear more. Fred Durst, always trying to push up on somebody. (laughs) (laughs) This person did this. Mark Wahlberg really got a little dick. I wanted to know all the gossip. This show could have been way worse had Shannon Sharp been, had it been me. Mm. I would have been like, tell me more. How many times has Steve Harvey cheated on his wife? Does he use steroids? Will Smith <laughs> is he, I, all of it would have been out. Jamie Foxx got a different hairline every movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, I'd have been like. Hey, Cat Williams, we've never seen Fat Joe and Jada Pinkett in the same place at the same time. Are they the same person? I would have, all the conspiracy theories would have came out. Shannon Sharp was not prepared to get his friends thrown under the bus. See, that's what I wonder about because Cat 
says that he's responding to the previous interviews. Mm-hmm. And I I wonder if that was a secret. I don't I don't think it was. They don't I'm, impre- I'm, in, I'm impressed that despite all of his accolades and accomplishments, mm-hmm. um, that Cat Williams has the time to listen to all these interviews. Right. I think Cat Williams did what everybody does. He saw the clip of Ricky Smiley. Because this clip, Shannon Sharp has some of the clips for him. And he was like, oh, no, he didn't. And then he probably saw the clip of Steve Harvey, heard through the grapevine, you know. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm, you know I'm about to set the record straight. Steve Harvey, this is phase on all these cats. I mean, I'm going to play some more of it. Yeah. But oof. 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 What he told everybody was Cat Williams. And, and don't nobody know who he is. I'm on the radio. I'm with Stephen said. Everybody know me. That's what he told everybody that would listen to on the set. That's the truth of the matter. He was so egregious. Not now. Then he was so egregious that and Hollywood has never heard this in a 100 years. He was so egregious. I put in my contract that I won't work with Ricky Smiley again unless he's in a dress. Now, what was Ricky Smiley's next movie? Was it First Sunday? Did he wear a dress in it? You bet he did. It's in my contract. We coming for you, nigga. I think that's very appropriate right there. Hmm. (laughs) But again, is it a fact? Or is it not? I don't know. You want to get Ricky Smiley's IMDb up? Do you have the? You want me to pull it up? Should we pull it up? If you want to. If you want to, look at you. Why all of a sudden I got to deal with fucking Tucson (laughs) from the Bronx? God damn. Can you bring me back the chick that went to the Fame High School, please? Man. (laughs) Fuck. I'm over here trying to hide my wallet all of a sudden. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, hold on, where's Ricky? God, where's this nigga's IMDb? I mean, if it's true, that's that's rough. That's rough. Um, what do you think? I found it. <clears throat> you think it's true? I think it's true. I don't think I look. I'm not saying he's lying. So let's say. He hasn't been in a bunch of movies. He did do a movie after Friday After Next called Sweet Hideaway, and he plays duct tape. Jesus. And he didn't do First Sunday until, looks like, six years later. I'm trying to see if we can see his character, duct tape. Sweet Hideaway looks like a movie. It looks like one of them Tubi movies. (laughs) I'm like, who's greenlighting these movies? Kush <laughs> like said, I won't debate Varn unless he's in a dress. I love that. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna miss my phone call so I can go a little longer. Let me know. Damn it. See what I I hope you guys appreciate how much I love this show. Especially after what Alex said off air about what men will do. (laughs) Hey, man, no leaking the private chats. (laughs) I thought you were going to say especially what Alex said about you exploding in a propane. (laughs) 
I said that nothing would make the show go more viral than if all of a sudden in your screen it just went bam. <laughs> don't play. That shit is on in the living room right now. I gotta go turn it off because I'm a little scared and I don't want to waste the propane. <laughs> I'd be so scared to undo the propane line. I'm like <laughs> I'm sweating like dude in hurt locker trying to undo a bomb. <laughs> all right, all right, let's watch more of this. Why we put that in your put in your contract, cat? That's where he's the unbelievable actor. Him and Tyler Perry can't play a man to save their life. God damn! That was hilarious. Alex <laughs> <I was> just <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know what that is? Huh? I would give it to him. That is a comedian's insult. Yeah. That is a, that is a, that, fair enough. Whatever. It was witty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dude. Dude. Th- this fool said a line. We're not going to get to that far in the thing. He said a line. Hold on. I told you what the line he said was. What was the line he said? Hold on. He said, you have an uh, unnatural allegiance to losers. (laughs) 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 I heard that. I was like, that's the hardest shit I've ever heard in my life. That's why this interview is so good. Cat Williams says some of the hardest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yep. Like, you have an unnatural allegiance to losers? Oh. He does things to Shannon Sharp where Shannon Sharp is very uncomfortable. That didn't sound right. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like you Tyler buried him. (laughs) Be honest with you, in a suit like that, I'll do things to change. <laughs> Dude, he. Yo, okay, I'm just going to keep playing it. I'm just going to keep playing it because he's not done. Nope. We're nine minutes and 15 seconds into the show. They play good women. And I believe that the best actor should be in the best role. God damn. So that's why, because when we released that clip and he said that, you responded because he said he was supposed to play Money Mike and you were supposed to say play Santa Claus. An outright lie. So that he knows is a lie. So why would he say it? Because he's a liar. Nobody knows why liars lie. And that's why I had to come on the program. Cedric did the same thing. Cedric told you when you asked him, did you steal Cat Williams joke? He said it don't line up. How it don't line up that I did it on TV in 2018. You came to see me at the comedy store do it in 2019 and then did on the Kings of Comedy. Like what doesn't line up? I this is a televised joke that Mark Curry helped me punch up and get to the level that it was the same Steve that went to go watch Mark Curry do his whole sitcom and then stole everything Mark Curry had. Now, Steve got a sitcom where he the principal and he wear a suit and he and then he gets this high top fade, making all black men think he got the best lineup in the business. And it's a 
Shannon did not want to laugh at that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm really surprised that he's not laughing at all. He's like a stone, stone cold. He face. right, dude. He eviscerated Steve Harvey on that line. Yes. He but said, is it a lie? I, again, I'm not talking about lies. I'm just talking about evisceration. Hey. And is it necessary? He just told he. He honestly, he said what we know. We know he's true. We knew he had a fake high top. <laughs> you got every nigga in America think he got the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched the Steve Harvey show, and Toussaint brought that up and said that Steve Harvey show was a remake of Mr. Cooper, Hang with Mr. Cooper. Yes. First and foremost, I, that's not a Steve Harvey decision. That's not a Steve right. Harvey what? Decision. He didn't come out there. I've got an idea for a show. It's about a teacher from Oakland. I mean, the St. Louis. Wherever the fuck he's from. You know, living single, Queen Latifah's first foray into television is the template for Friends. I did not know that until there was an interview with is her name Erica Cox? Is that her name? No, I don't know. Black girl that was the lawyer on the show. She was like, yeah, we watch our show and watch Friends. It's the exact same show. I was like, oh, I never put two and two together. Everything's the office after the office. When something hits and that, that hit is over, sometimes those writers, those people, those showrunners go to another show and they pitch the same show in a different setting mm-hmm. because it already worked. Yeah. Right. So that's not a Steve Harvey decision. Steve Harvey didn't go there and pitch the show. I think Kat is coming from a place of as a comedian, if you really had integrity, you wouldn't not only be stealing Mark Curry's jokes, but you wouldn't have stolen his show. Oh, yeah, because a lot of people felt that Mr. Cooper ended too soon. Remember that? Yeah. People were like, oh, why did it go off the air? Oh, it's so good. Oh, why did it switch the time slot? And Mark Curry didn't just fall back into comedy successfully for some reason. He still talks about Steve, uh, Steve Harvey, though. You know, so I'm not saying this to defend Steve Harvey's honor as the most honorable man in Hollywood. I'm just saying, had Steve not taken it, another Negro would have took it. We're going to do another hanging with Mr. Cooper. We're going to just going to change it around instead of him being the substitute teacher. He's going to be the principal or the vice principal, whatever the fuck it was. I think that's fine. That's that's the truth of the it matter. It just like, wouldn't have been a pattern. No. If if he feels that's the pattern, I mean, Mark Curry for a minute was was a hot commodity. He yeah. he's a star search guy, right? Wasn't he? I that's think he's a star right. search guy. One of the few star search guys that actually got a long term career outside of Sinbad. Somebody else was on Star Search. Was it Chris Rock? There's quite a few people that lost on Star Search, but, you know, let's not give Steve Harvey all the credit that he, you know, pitched hanging with Mr. Cooper. Showrunners just redo shit. Again, the office is everything. Everything is the office after the office. Office been off the air longer than was on the air. And there's every, the new, what's the new show? The public school? Elementary? No. Yeah, is that what it's called? It's not called. It's, it's if it's called that, it's fucking elementary. Weird. They're even called simple shit. The Office. 
community. The rec park thing office spinoff office. Yeah, and even the office was based on the British one, right? Yeah. I mean that we stole British shit up. Three's coming. No, basically is British, British show. Basically what we're getting at here is that the bourgeois television is all the same anyway. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all the same people. It's, it's, you want to talk about a cabal? He talks about a cabal of cats and all this shit. It's the same people that are showrunners and producers. They all went to the same elite institutions. That's what we talked about with academia earlier in the first hour of the show. It's the same people. And if you're Steve Harvey or you know, insert any comedian, Joe Rogan. There was a moment where all these dudes got TV shows in the 90s. Everybody got a TV show. Nobody's was successful. Sam Cedar talks about that shit. Yeah. Think now, about think about that 70s show and what that did for the careers of all of them cats. All of them. And also like um uh oh shoot, I forgot the name of the I'll come back to it. <laughs> Well, let's let's let Cat Williams yell about people some more. Fan unit. Then you ask it, why you not a movie star? I didn't want to be a movie star. This the same Negro that hated on Bernie with this same thing. I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. There are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good over cable and look like Mr. Potato Head. There ain't. (laughs) can we sit on that for a second Oh, but KB. <laughs> <laughs> he said that nigga looked like Mr. Potato. <laughs> he does. Oh. Oh, my God. Damn. Damn. I mean... They're from the same place. They're from the same state. Steve Harvey's from Ohio? Steve Harvey's from Ohio. That nigga said (laughs) Obikabi. God. 10 minutes and 52 seconds in. None. You would have to have range. I played a lot of characters, 60 movie roles. I'm not playing Cat Williams in there. I don't know. I don't know, Cat. We might not let you drink anymore the way you, you, I mean, we ain't even got. I'm not fueled by alcohol. I've had a sip less than you. The truth don't need motivation. I'm just saying I can't let these dudes lie. Cedric's sitting here telling you why he ain't a movie star. He over here look like a walrus. You didn't say nothing. He can't even get his arms. Damn. <laughs> oh, my 
say nothing. Oh. Seriously. How is Shannon Sharp? You know why Shannon Sharp is so cool right now? Because he knows he's going to get some messages in his inbox from some PR people and managers. Yeah, I mean, bad publicity is still good publicity, too. It's great publicity. Yeah. It's 2024. Brother, look, everybody listening, it's 2024. Donald Trump told you all shitty publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Motherfuckers ain't shut up yet. The louder and more obnoxious you are, the more people give a shit about you. Remember, everybody gave a shit about MAGA communism for five minutes. People still give a shit about what's that guy's name? Vouch. Motherfucker looks like the comic book store owner of the Simpsons. What the fuck are you listening to that guy for? Stuff him in a locker where he belongs. <laughs> nice. I don't think he'd fit, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was a bully in high school. I could I could fit anyone in there. <laughs> one time one time I gave a kid with long hair a real swirly. Like I, I put his head in the toilet and then I flushed it and his hair went right into the toilet. And then I just kinda let him go and I was like, you know, you figure it out. But Jesus. I could get anyone in there. You thought fit anybody in a locker. <laughs> Hey, hey, shove. What's the other guy's name? Destiny. (laughs) Shove him in a fucking locker. When he said that shit about he was gonna fuck Ben Dixon's wife, I still think Ben Dixon should have invited him over to the house. Be like, oh hey, hey, uh, Destiny. (laughs) Here's my fat ass wife. Why don't you uh, show us what you got there, tough guy? I've been accused by multiple people as being a bully, so I don't, you know, just direct these people who need bullying to me, <laughs> and I'll do what I can. Um, <laughs> no questions asked. I, I just be obno- the secret theater. Be obnoxious. Be fucking loud. Don't. That's all you have to do. And I think Cat Williams is, I think he's legitimately pissed off. Yeah. yeah. This is legitimate anger. You know how I know? Because I talk like this when I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Toussaint, you've been around me. Yes. <laughs> when I'm saying things that I'm really glad I don't say on air. Yep. He said that man looked like a walrus and he got in a walrus position. Pantomime a walrus. <laughs> We're 11 minutes in. All this stomach sitting over here. Why I'm not a movie star. What? He never wrote anything. Remember, when Cedric the Entertainer starts, he's supposed to be singing, dancing, and telling jokes. That's why he's called the Entertainer. We found out he can't sing, can't dance, and doesn't write jokes. He did four comedy specials. They're so bad, Shannon. They're not available on Netflix or Tubi. Can I say that again for the audience? Mm -hmm. They're so bad that they're not available on Netflix or Tubi. We coming for you, nigga. Just that's what the show should be called. 
Mm. I mean, he's right. He's right. Kushlik says Sharp's penis at this point has retracted inside his body. (laughs) (laughs) He's right, too. <laughs> not, it, not even Tubi. Yeah, I was thinking that too. He not said, even, not even Tubi. He said, when he said not even Tubi. <laughs> That's the free service. We're all the we're all the like second rate movies go to die. We're all the movies that people make and you like, why did you even bother making that? Put your iPhone down, stop trying to make movies on your iPhone. Or they all go to die. Because I need content for the show. <laughs> My favorite Tubi movie was the one where the wife came in and dude was cheating and he was with the kid and she shot the kid. <laughs> goes, I'm just a kid. Bang. <laughs> Tubi said, nah, we don't really need Cedric shows on here. Like, really? Okay. That's cool. I decided for movie night we should watch Crack House. By the way. Okay. You don't think Sam's a good a good comedian? The world doesn't think that, sir. I have twelve comedy specials. He has four specials that are not available on Netflix or Tubi. It seems to me, Cat, that you had a lot to get off your chest. No, no. You wanted to set the record straight. Winners are not allowed to allow losers to rewrite history. Hmm. I don't say any of these things if my name is not breached by these people on your platform. They, if you give them a liar a platform to lie, then I, I'm not being messy by saying, hold on, that never happened. It's untrue. And there are hundreds of witnesses for each thing I'm saying. So let me ask you this. What is your relationship with Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley and Cedric the Entertainer as you sit here currently? They for 30 years, they're a group. These aren't three random guys. The way that Ricky Smiley kept appearing at all of my auditions is because of Steven said he would tell anybody that, listen, they got a gang on that side. They know what it is. They know who the gang is. Why Earthquake not in movies? Because he's illiterate. He can't read. And they found that out when they gave him a show and put the cards in front of him. Like all of these dudes are co-entwined and they share secrets. And this is the age of truth. And, and, and the truth doesn't need to be scared of the fact that people tell lies. Uh, cats on drugs. Where are the stories? Why is there no story of anybody who ever sold a drug to me, did a drug with me, was around me when I was inebriated? I actually have people that have told me some cat drug stories. So. I got five daughters. I got five sons. Why would we tell all these ridiculous stories? Because it's co- competition. You you feel like, well, why comedy, comedy guys can't just get along? Yes. Why, why, why didn't you get along with the other teams you were competing against? If you're a Denver Bronco, why you don't get along with the Cowboys? Something wrong with you? But I don't disagree. I don't no, disagree. No, like all no. the Cowboys. Cat, have you like this? No, that's okay, not. Okay, what comedians do you did like? Did you play against the team? Yes. I've taken 46 comedians with me on the road. 46. Okay. 
I'm not the comedian you can give that to. I only put on comedians that are funnier than me. Anybody that ever told you differently was a fat Faison liar. Damn. There's no Damn, Faison catches strizzes. <laughs> you said you thought I forgot about Faison. <laughs> strizzes. Uh, Dr. Claus says 12 comedy specials is also cap. Does that mean it's not true? I thought before he said it was 19. I don't know. But Maybe it's 12 with Netflix. Faison, fucking big worm caught a fucking strizzy. I will say this about good people in the industry. Good people put on if, if a good person if, if somebody puts you on you're not related to them. You didn't fuck them. <laughs> you don't got dirt on them. If somebody puts you on, that's a good cat. And there's a there's a very small amount of good cats in the business. In the music business, I met a, a few good cats that did amazing shit. And little shit goes a long way in the business. Yeah. You know, taking you on tour. Huge. It just changed my life. It changed my whole life. The way people look at me, the respect I was able to get when I when I went to places like L.A. and New York, <clears throat> the media, how they classify me. Now I'm an artist. I'm not just that nigga that makes music like the rest of these niggas. Now I'm like an artist. That's 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 a a real artiste. Because one cat took me on the road and then did a remix. All in people that was in the studio. You if you guys watched the the fucking book launch party. Millions of records sold was sitting across from me and Ben Burgess. All those people have done amazing things for me. Just just because. There's a handful of good people. <clears throat> I don't agree with a lot of the shit the dude's been saying lately, but Doug Lane changed me and Pascal's life. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking to any of y'all right now. If Doug Lane doesn't say, um, I'm going to put your show on once a week. Including you. We didn't even have a thousand YouTube subscribers and we didn't have, I think we had 20 patrons, if that. That shit changed the next month. I wouldn't be here either. You wouldn't, exactly. Changed my life. When Sam Cedar said, I like this thing you wrote in medium. Medium. I'm going to put you on the show. I didn't have nowhere to stay. If you watched that show, my first time on Majority Report, I was staying on a friend's extra couch in the central coast of California. It was before I came to Mexico. I told him, I was like, I got to do this show in the morning. Can I, you know, oh, Jay, no problem. I got you. There's a handful of good people in this world. Cherish them. Hug them. Tell them you love them. Appreciate them. Because everybody ain't like that.
So if Cat Williams is really taking cats out that ain't nobody's, that's a good dude. Because he gets nothing from that. He's not selling the extra tickets from that. He's nothing from that. It's a good dude. The industry would be a better place if there was more good dudes. Much better. Body like you, me in the business. Faison just called a straight. Faison <laughs> said that getting a Netflix special is easy. I have 12 specials. Guess how many Faison got? Zero. Mm. Why is he allowed to have conversations about Mm. real stand up people? We do not let people who are on the juice discuss real athletes. Mm. That's all. As a journalist. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't harbor any resentment to any of these entities because I can't be jealous. I've never seen them have anything that I ever wanted. If you sign up for their program, you get a light skinned, weird face wife that never do an interview. Oh, in man, tw- on. Listen, in 20 years. <laughs> Shannon Sharp. Yeah, he he reacted that time. <laughs> Shannon Sharp said, leave T.I. out of this. <laughs> but here the next day, people are. Making photo composites of the weird wives. <laughs> With somebody, I won't say who, <laughs> but somebody sent me a meme of Tiny with Smokey Robinson's hair. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Look at Shannon Sharp. Why are you talking about these niggas' wives, man? Ladies, women alone. What y'all gonna say about me if I pull up with a light-skinned woman? <laughs> you gonna be mad at me, Tucson, if I just pull up with a light-skinned woman and be like, Jay, you sold out? She has a weird face. That's fucked up. If she has a weird, a weird face, woman? I'm gonna be expecting this podcast to do nothing. <laughs> That's the sellout. That's the sellout. If Alex Herbert show up with a light-skinned chick with a weird face, oh. You got money now. You guys read my new piece in the Atlantic? Yeah, right? I'm going to Romania for six years. I got a MacArthur Genius Grant. Start publishing all this stuff in reputable outlets. Fucking people all, actually. All because of my light skin, madame. <laughs> Your light skin. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I get in trouble and somebody blames me for like bullying or something, I'll just be like, but did you see my light skin, madame? Like, <laughs> yeah, but did you see my light skin woman? <laughs> Forget it. That's fucked up. What's a weird. Fa- to me, Tiny has a weird face. T- First of all, T.I. is fucked up for putting the camera on that woman early in the morning like that. Oh, wow. Did you see the Did you see the thing of Tiny? I, did, I didn't. You didn't? Alex, did you see the thing of T.I.'s wife? No. I'm not going to stop this to show that, but it's rough. We're going to look it up. It's oof. 
<laughs> Oof. Wait a minute. Let's just look at Alex's face. Let's just look at Alex's face. Wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Oh man, I didn't realize you had my screen up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Steve says start making those cringe interracial relationship TikToks. There's a <laughs> There's a dog that kind of reminds me of, but I can't I don't know dog types. <laughs> like, I was like, you didn't look that bad when you was in a skate. Every man wants a woman. <laughs> That's all I could think yeah. about. Because <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> them white jeans doing a number on tiny. <laughs> 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 I would say so. Dude, Alex, were you kind of shocked when you saw that picture of her face? You're like, whoa. <laughs> Every man needs a woman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still looking at pictures, too. I'm like, to each your own, man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean... They got something special. Love is love, Jason. How dare love you? Love is love, right? How dare hey. you? Can you woo, woo, woo? Can you woo, woo, woo? You look like Quaker Oats. <laughs> they, they, they got Quaker Oats memes. They got Smokey Robinson memes. It's got so many memes right now. But when he said you get a weird face, light skinned woman, is Steve Harvey wife weird faced it? I mean, some of them look fine. She's not that light, though. Okay. Her eyes are light. Is is Vanessa Williams a weird-faced, light-skinned woman? No. Okay. What if I walk around with a woman that looks like Vanessa Williams? Well, I mean, what if you walk around with a woman that looks like like? <laughs> what if? Yeah, I, know. I know. What if? <laughs> I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. Which <laughs> Vanessa? The one from Melrose Place in the Maxi Pad commercials, or That's L. Williams? Um, the what was what was it? Not giving you the best that I got. What was her song? Save the best for last. Save the best for last. Rick Fox, baby mama. That <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> Baby mama. If we ever run into Vanessa Williams, Tucson, can we just yell out, "Hey, ain't you Rick Fox, Baby Mama?" That's rough. Just <laughs> <laughs> won't do an interview. Nobody's ever talked to her, and she's never been interviewed anywhere. And now, understand, I'm not talking about one person. What I just told you applies to seven people. How they all end up with that. That's part of what you get. 
I came in this business saying I was going to expose. When I talked about Michael Jackson, when I talked about R. Kelly, they canceled me for these things because why would you talk about another black dude? Race is not where the line is drawn. It's God's side and the other side. And we don't care nothing about the other side. Period. Period. All of these uh, big deviants is all catching hell in 2024. It's up for all of them. It don't matter if you Diddy or whoever you is. T.G. Jakes, any of them. The, every, all lies will be exposed. That's all. And, and, and anyone who takes that the wrong way know why they take it the wrong way. The truth is the light. I didn't have no more of these. Amen, amen. Gee. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of <clears throat> get on here. All right. After that, I don't really know where to go. Let me one more time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. We good now? Because the people want to know why would he get blackballed? Yeah. Oh, because 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 in thirty years I've done nothing but collect information knowledge and your secrets so if you and a man was in a corner doing something you wasn't supposed to be doing you will tell it no somebody come to tell me okay i gather that i value that i'll pay for that come tell me i know so many things i shouldn't know and they all know it they all know it why because you don't make me the villain not the guy that raises black children and ain't never done a hard drug in his life and don't have no stories of doing nobody dirty. And, and they'll just go out and they'll lie. The, the industry doesn't mess with Cat because he didn't show up for the studio. No studios have ever said that. Look at my IMDb. It will show you that no studio has ever lost money with me on the script. How? That's why I'm saying that's why I can't let Ricky Smiley say he was supposed to play Money Mike because I wrote the words for Money Mike. I designed the hair for Money Mike. I collaborated with the wardrobe department and made outfits to make sure that no one in America would be wearing what Money Mike was wearing. I told him to go get the prowler. I then told him to paint it purple. I told him don't have an actor at playing a pimp. We could get an actual pimp Archbishop Magic Don Juan to play like I. I did far too much work for somebody to come years later and try to tag along just for their own self-aggrandizement. Why didn't Cube set the record straight? Terry Crews could have set the record straight. Mike Epps could have set the record straight. Why none of them set the record straight? That's what you were supposed to ask him when he told you those lies that but no I didn't one's know ever heard. Lie. Right, but he's telling you something no one's ever heard of. Nobody has ever heard. Oh, Matt, Aff Ben Affleck and Matt Damon was in a movie, and somebody said, "Y'all should switch roles." And like, <laughs> this is a business. But that's the thing, Cat. <laughs> Normally, when people are giving you information, I'm thinking I'm hearing it for the first time, and they're giving information no one else knows or has ever heard. So I'm taking them at face value. These are like, this is like Steve Harvey telling people he used to be homeless. That's my story. That's not his story. Steve Harvey was never homeless. When he, Mark Curry was touring with him 25 years ago, he was making $3,000 a show in cash and doing five shows a week. They, they just tell the stories. This, my, thanks to my wife, I'm where I am. You said that about the first wife. You forget that? You told us it was her. Then you went and married somebody else that think like a man. 
Like, what are you talking about? They just they think they can rewrite history. That uh, uh, guy Tory did a beautiful special about the comedy store and Fat Tuesday, where he said that Steve and Cedric and Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish came through there and made all lies. Steve and Cedric never performed at the comedy store at all. Tiffany was only seen at the Laugh Factory. In 15 years in Hollywood, no one in Hollywood has a memory of going to a sold-out Kevin Hart show. There being a line for him ever getting a standing ovation at any well, comedy club. He already had his deals when he got here. Have we heard of a comedian that came to L.A. and in his first year in L.A. he had his own sitcom on network television and had his own movie called also playing that he was leading. No, we've never heard of that before that person or since that person. What do you think a plant is? Maybe people don't understand the definitions of these words. He just did his documentary with Chris Rock where he shows you that his whole upbringing in comedy was on the East Coast. Yeah, it was. So how simultaneously was he here in Los Angeles doing the same thing? It didn't <laughs> happen. It didn't happen. And I, I, I hate to seem like a petty individual for picking apart lies. But Jesse Soleil going to keep lying until you say we don't believe you. Like it's important in the checks and balances of the. Kushlick says Sharp doing the protect me body language. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He is. I miss my favorite part because that propane heater was going on in the living room and I got scared. So I turned it off. But when he cut, when he said about uh, big dick deviance, <laughs> when he said big dick deviance, I was like, this dude is crazy. He is motherfucking crazy and I'm here for it universe that liars not get to make complete narratives for themselves. Are you not afraid about being blackballed again? These are some power people. What do you mean again? These people are not powerful. Satan can't create anything. That includes blessings for his people. Mm. That's why, you know what the number one job of somebody that sold their soul in Hollywood is? What? Is to act like it didn't happen. They all do the same job. Why do you think Gary Owen can't cross over and he already white and been in comedy for five years? What I say ain't the case. It's a cabal. It's a it's a consortium. They they rock with who they rock with and they don't with who they don't. But I'm not scared of being the competition any more than you were when you lined up uh, uh, across from a superior team. Yeah, on paper, they're a better team. Right. They have all the assets and resources and we don't. But let us get on the line, boy, boy, and see if that factors in. I, I guarantee you it won't. Wow. He is terrified. right? <laughs> <laughs> this man that is all of five feet, five inches has frightened a six foot four inch, 250 pound Hall of Fame football player. He's got a gold jacket. He is terrified of this little old man. Gray beard, Rasta Tam. <laughs> Shannon Sharp was like, I don't know what he's going to do next. <laughs> He's been drinking and uh, <laughs> it's like he just saw Ray Lewis in his eyes or something. Like, look at this. 
this is this is not for the camera fear. This is righteous fear. Look how tight his legs is in these sweatpants. <laughs> All his body language is so exposed in this outfit. <laughs> Nigga, you thought she was finna look cute for the chicks, and now you're over here looking like a frightened man because cause, uh, Cat Williams just fucking got in a three-point stance in front of you <laughs> and threatened to fucking take your head off. Because <laughs> they said that arm is going really far back. <laughs> look Shannon Sharp's shoulder. Kushik says, what did you say a few days ago, Jason? Looking for weapons in the environment escape. <laughs> Dude. Alex, look how scared you look. You're like, I, I, this nigga, I don't know. I don't know what you're capable of. Yeah, right? I mean, the, 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 arm, the arm bag is a pretty uh, pure indication that he doesn't know what the fuck is about to happen. He don't know, and he's not... <laughs> He's like, I- I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm whatever you're about to either do. That or he, either that or he's got his arm there because he's like, am I going to have to restrain this motherfucker? <laughs> am I going to have to? Am I about to have to get up and like stop this? I mean, wh- whatever's going through his mind, it's it's I'm afraid of what's going to happen next. Nothing he's got good. his other hand with the cards. Covering the family jewels just in case. Just in case he kicks you in the nuts. That's how I am around dogs and small children. I always want to bite you in the nuts. Punch you. Because Shannon Sharp got to be a different person. Oh, yeah. Did you see? Did you see him exhale? <laughs> Did you see him exhale? The shirt is so tight you can see him breathe. He only sat down. He went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody send this to Shannon Sharp, please. I would, you know, it's a life changing show. Going on Club Shay Shay. Imagine if TIR went on Club Shay Shay. My God. My goodness. Do you know how angry Black America would be? Oh, Shannon, how many cards you got? Shannon, how you ready for this? (laughs) Quest Love is a coon. Like. <laughs> randomly shit talking people with no context. Oh yeah, I'd be shit talking people no one would know about at all. And that's why Jared Ball, nigga, he uses lightning cream on his skin like nobody. God. <laughs> I'd be talking about people nobody would know about. Does Jimmy Dore do that? Does Jimmy Dore do that? That would be hilarious. And by the way, that's a joke. Jerry Ball, I don't know what kind of skincare he has, and I doubt that he uses lightning cream. Not a I'm joke just, about Quest Love, though. Quest Love, fuck him. But <laughs> Jerry Ball seems like a decent human being. I don't think he puts cream on to lighten his skin. That was a joke. That's the one clip that Shannon Sharp don't get it, but Jared Ball gets it. And all of a sudden, I got to get fucking all them niggas talking shit. Another person. Absolutely. And he always was. That doesn't change when I change teams. That remains the same. 
That's how a legacy is built. So all of these shortcut takers, I, I was they canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out. But he offered to suck my penis in front of all my people at my agency. I don't know if I believe that one. <clears throat> Alex, thank you for joining us, Alex. I feel like, yes, it's late for me, but when someone starts talking about accusations of sucking penis, and I coincidentally have to leave right now, <laughs> it seems very sus. It's not a good opportunity for me to leave. But I will say that um, I'm also skeptical of that claim. <laughs> Alex, have a good night, brother. Good night, yeah. Alex. See ya. Appreciate you, man. Alexander Herbert. Uh, that's funny. That was I don't funny. think Harvey Weinstein wanted to suck his dick. Yeah, that that's a that's an odd claim. Unless, if this is the situation, you ever seen the movie Boogie Nights? Tucson? Sorry, did I ever see Boogie Nights? No, I didn't. Okay, there's a scene in Boogie Nights which is loosely based, very loosely based, on the story of former porn actor and informant John Holmes. Mm -hmm. And John Holmes allegedly was part of a, a robbery attempt for a very powerful man that used to own all these clubs in LA that still exist to this day. <clears throat> and John Holmes and his dope fiend friends did a strong arm robbery on this dude who they knew had money and, and heroin, which is two things they were looking for at the time. And they, I think they just, they just kind of shit all over dude's house. They were real. They were like bikers and kind of just shitty dope fiends, right? Mm -hmm. And um, there's a scene in Boogie Nights that they try to remake the robbery scene a little bit. And unless Harvey Weinstein was like Eric Bogosian, well, that's actually in the other movie. I forget who played the the character in Boogie Nights, but unless he was like all coked out like that. There's like a little Asian dude that's like super petite dancing in the corner to like some arty goth music. Hmm. And uh, and he's been up for a week and a half. And there's like chicks there, too. And Cat Williams <clears throat> has like his hair done hella nice. And maybe he's wearing like a, a cute little outfit. Or something. If all those things are happening at the same time, maybe I buy that. But a lot of things have to be going on for me to buy the fact that Harvey Weinstein's like, ah, cat, I love you. <laughs> because I listened to the taped conversation that busted him. It was a Filipino model, I believe. And he was trying to get her to get in the shower with him. And all the people that complained were women. 
you know, I don't know if Harvey Weinstein, if he said Harvey Weinstein just wanted to see me suck someone's dick to do it, that's weird. But still, I think all the prerequisites have to be like cocaine up for a few days, petite little Asian dude dancing in a corner. Like all those things would have to happen. Weird gothy music playing. Neon signs in the house for no reason. Like a lot of things would have to be going on for me to believe that uh, that that happened in front of all of his friends and no one said anything. I don't know. I don't believe that one. Do you believe this one too, son? You think that's a little far-fetched? <laughs> Sounds a little far-fetched, but also kind of wouldn't put anything past some of these people. And I do think that it's all going to start coming out. I think if Harvey Weinstein was out there trying to suck little petite black men dicks a bunch of petite black men that have never made it would have come out instead. Remember, someone always says something. I mean, maybe. Maybe someone did say something and they weren't heard. They go away, but they say it. People still bringing up that black woman that claims she wrote The Matrix and Terminator. Still. Still. 20-some years later, people still talk about that shit. You can make up some bullshit, and people will talk about you. Because it's gossip. Not one person gossiped? That was one of the things that um, Neil deGrasse Tyson said to Joe Rogan. when Joe Rogan was uh, saying some goofy shit about the moon landing. Neil deGrasse Tyson said, who can keep a secret that juicy? Sure. Seriously, everybody talks. In my Millie Vanilli piece, which I do have to finish. A dude, the original rapper guy, he talked before the album hit and was doing press about it. People talk. Unless they don't know what's going on, everybody talks. Everybody talks. We have conversations about the rumors we didn't heard. I've been hearing stuff about Buster Rhymes for over 20 years. I've been hearing stuff about Puffy for over 20 years. That's I heard about Puffy doing crazy shit, and that's why Mace had left. Remember them rumors? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you live in New York. I know you heard it before I did in California. Sure did. Again, everybody talks. These cats, if you're doing shit in public, everybody's talking. I've heard about Bill Cosby and Quincy Jones for over 20 years. I'm not saying this because I'm better than you. I'm not saying this because, oh, I was in the music business kind of sort of half-assedly, whatever. Just you're going to hear these stories. There's a person that's been on this show. I won't say I won't say their name. They used to be a makeup artist in L.A. and we were talking about shit that we've heard. And she was like, 
I've been hearing about Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby since the 90s. Everybody talks. Nobody was talking about this. I don't know if I buy that. Sorry, cat. You're going to have to show me the photos. Okay. <laughs> of Harvey Weinstein on his knees, just fucking. Just, <laughs> just a little taste. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? He did all of that. I'm thinking I'm the only black person on the script. I get there. There's three other black guys on there. Woo. Huh. So you wonder what they did to get <laughs> I told him, oh, what y'all do? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why when I walk in a room, heads go down. Behind my back, I'm nothing. I'm just a regular old comedian that's bitter and jealous. But in my face, no, no, no. The king has walked in and they have to respect it only because I've not taken the shortcuts. I've not been funded. They pay you to not talk about things they don't want you to talk about. They tell you that themselves. I can't do that because I. Steve told you that he stopped doing stand up because he has seven TV shows. The only problem is when he stopped stand up, he didn't have those seven TV shows. He stopped stand up because he got in a comedy battle called the Championship of Stand Up Comedy with one Cat Williams in Detroit in front of 10,000 people and lost because Cat Williams said he was actually bald and that was a wig. And I went in and that's why he couldn't do stand-up anymore. Imagine him coming to tell you another story where he got so big and it was Bernie and them's fault because they wanted to be movie stars. What? You called Ocean Eleven to get that nigga's part. Mm. What do you mean you didn't want to be a movie star? So on the behalf of Bernie, I, I would have to say what I have to say. Have you have ever been on? Have you ever been on tour with any of these guys? The guy, I, every guy I mentioned to you is not funny out there in real life. Mm. So mm. no. Mm. Faison's never done his own tour in thirty years. Steve Harvey don't do stand up no more. Cedric doesn't write. Mm. I'm sorry, he doesn't write. Ricky Smiley has been playing the same old black woman forever. Like, you can't get a young fan base with that. Like, you got to be doing karaoke around the country to make that work. Right. Mm. And he is. Mm. But I'm a stand-up comedian. This is my 19th 100-city tour. I'm not going to have a conversation with these lazy bums that don't take a shortcut at any point. Yes, it's easier for you to juice than to get in the gym. But you don't get to bring that body in here talking crazy. Talk about how good you look. What? No, no. There's too many comics out there that are putting their life on the line to tell these jokes, man. Okay.